the Titans, the Mount Rushmore players we all know the names of. Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Aaron Rodgers. Then there are the Giants hoping to join this group. Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson. Nonetheless, you can't forget about these new guys hoping to dethrone everything those that came before them created and blaze their own trail into NFL history. Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Mac Jones. Men that won't let you forget who they are. And if you do, they'll be more than happy to remind you. This is the show where we'll talk about all those legacies and so much more. We'll follow these storylines from the beginning of the season all the way to the climax of the Super Bowl. We'll see Giants fall and watch new men who you never expected to take over stand tall. Through adversity and victory, the NFL has it all. We will cover every minute of it here. No buts about it. Welcome to another episode of No Butts About It. It is Tuesday, July 18th, 2023. I'm here, as always, with Chuss, who is in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, in his basement. However, we start today's show. We're, we're going to start. We have good news and we have bad news. So, the bad news. Murray, your bird, has passed away, Correct. Yes, Murray, the uh, bird, depending on how long you have uh, watched the show, the loud squawking uh, in the background a lot of times when I would talk, probably in like some of the earlier shows and appearances that I did a lot more um, when we would do mor- morning and afternoon shows, um, he would be right, you guys can't see it, but he would be like to the left of me. I don't know where I'm going to pop up on the screen, so, you know, but um, he would all he was always there and... Um, you know, he uh, passed away last week, a couple of days after we recorded. Um, probably not a couple of days, but, you know, multiple, like it was probably, you know, mul- like maybe a week or so after we recorded the last episode. It was like midweek last week. So, but it's very sad. He was, he was seven, which is very, very long for a, a house wren. You know, we, we had uh, picked him up off- outside because he got kicked out of his nest and we weren't expecting him to live. But then he ended up living seven years. And by the time year one came around, we were going to re-release him. He had a bum foot and all that stuff. But And then we even named him, what, Latavius Murray on the show, I Latavius think? Latavius Murray, that's right. Yeah, Latavius so, Murray. This episode is dedicated in memoriam of Latavius Murray, the bird. But the good news is it is Chuss's dad, tom's birthday today is it today or you just celebrate yeah 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 okay, no it is, it is today. today it is in fact so we are today. also dedicating the show this episode to tom yes because he watches our show or watches and listens to our show very consistently and he deserves some recognition avid so, fan thanks, he, he got that ethernet cable so that chust doesn't lag anymore yeah, so, which I haven't been, luckily. I mean, I like maybe a little bit, but, you know. Shout out to Tom. So, this show is for Tom. Um, Well, the big news that came out this week was something we talked about in the last episode was where is DeAndre Hopkins going to go? We talked about he wants to go to a contender. He should be ring chasing because he's already, in my, and I think we both agreed, a Hall of Fame wide receiver. But he doesn't have that Super Bowl ring yet. And that's a lot of weight when it comes to getting into the Hall of Fame. And so we said, 
maybe he should go somewhere where he could definitely get a ring. Uh, figured the Chiefs, maybe the Bills. And he had said, I want to go to a competitor. I'm going to go somewhere where we're going to be competitive. We're going to win. We're going to get a ring. And uh, Patriots got thrown out there because him and Belichick have a good relationship. Didn't end up there. Didn't end up in Kansas City with Mahomes. Didn't end up in Buffalo. Um, he ended up in Tennessee, which was a name that was tied to him for a while. But after he said that competitor thing, people were like, eh, maybe not there because they don't really have a team right now. They got Ryan Tannehill, who might get benched for Malik Willis, who also might get benched for Will Levis. They don't. Even, he doesn't even know who's going to be throwing to him. But uh, that's where veteran quarterbacks go to die as we will talk about <laughs> later what what was the contract so so yeah so d hop's contract is a two-year 26 million dollar deal with the chance for up to 32 million but it's over the course of the two years so he can get an extra three million dollars in bonus money for for each of the two years based on receptions receiving yards and touchdowns so I don't know what like he has what kind of milestone he has to hit. I'm guessing like receptions, maybe like I'm guessing I I'm assuming for like receiving yards is probably like a thousand or something, mm-hmm. like maybe five hundred to a thousand. Same with touchdowns, maybe like five to ten touchdowns. Um, I have no idea how many like catches, but he can get up to three million dollars extra per year. So it could be a maximum contract of thirty two million. I, I don't think it's a terrible deal. But I definitely question D Hop's move going to Tennessee just because not that Tennessee is in bad, but I definitely think they're in a lot bigger of shambles than they have in the past because they don't know what quarterback they're gonna run with. Granted, Ryan Tannehill, he was he was the guy, he was the guy in charge whenever Derrick Henry went on that rampage and they went to the uh, AFC championship that one year. And and like that's great, but like in the end, they might either replace him with, you know, as you said, either Malik Willis or even Will Levis, you know, who they drafted just this year. And it, it, it's kind of – it was almost a situation of, you know, even the Pittsburgh Steelers last year. You had you had Mitchell Trubitsky and Kenny Pickett, and then Mitch got benched for Kenny, and then Kenny would get hurt and Mitch would go back in. And it was just like a back-and-forth thing. I mean, granted, it wasn't as bad as, you know, the Jets trying to figure out what the heck they were doing with Zach Wilson and – and white and all those guys over in in new york but but like that you know we might have a little bit of uh another quarterback carousel going on in tennessee and d hops is going to be thrown right into the middle of it and personally i don't think it's a great idea if d hops trying to go to a contender but i i think i think it's risky for him it's a great move for the titans because you know bringing on deandre hopkins bringing on like a star wide receiver is just good in itself for publicity but we'll see so I've got two things. I don't know. I can't remember what A.J. Brown's contract looks like. But to me, it's a little weird that they traded A.J. Brown to the Eagles. Yes. Who was young. He was a 2019 rookie, I believe. And then I believe they used that draft pick that they got for A.J. Brown on Traylon Burks, who is a wide receiver. And now they've brought in DeAndre Hopkins – Imagine if they had kept AJ Brown and DeAndre Hopkins, that'd be a much better team. Is it a two year? It's a two year deal. Yeah, it's a two year deal. So twenty six, yeah, thirteen a year. If he million. plays through his two year deal, then 
I think Ryan Tannehill is a free agent next year, which means next year, who knows? This year it's questionable who it's going to be, and Ryan Tannehill slated to play. Next year it could be some random dude. They could draft another guy. They've drafted two quarterbacks in the last two drafts now. They've drafted uh, Malik Willis last year. They drafted Will Levis this year. Other point, the reason I said this is where wide receivers go to die, um, it's not necessarily the last team that they played for, but Randy Moss played for the Titans. Not a lot of people remember that or know that. He was 33 years old when he was on the Titans. He had a short season with Tennessee. He got there about halfway when Minnesota, um, I think they either traded him or they cut. I, I don't think they cut him. But anyway, he got under 100 yards. He was injured, but this is Randy Moss we're talking about, arguably the greatest wide receiver to ever play the game, under 100 yards in a Tennessee Titans jersey. Then we go to Andre Johnson, 35 years old when he was there. 85 yards in eight games the entire season. Another guy who uh, is likely going to be a Hall of Famer, I think. Um, Maybe not a first ballot, but I think he'll sneak his way in there. Julio Jones played for the Titans. It wasn't his final team. He only got 434 yards and one touchdown in 10 games. D-Hop is 31. We don't know how many yards he's going to get, how many touchdowns. He just signed there. What is yeah. it about Tennessee and getting these Hall of Fame wide receivers at the end of their career? I wonder. Do you know when this is just this is something so unrelated, but I, I just thought of this. Um, do you happen to know what year Randy Moss went to the Titans? Um, I mean, this is, it's probably not what I'm thinking because I feel like he was a little. Was like, I looked at it. This I, I don't even want to guess. It is. It was a. I think it was in 2010, and he played for, yeah, he played for three teams in 2010. He played so for the Titans was one of them. He played for Minnesota for four games, then he went to New England, and then for four games, and then he ended up in Tennessee for eight games. So the reason I say that is because in 2008, the Tennessee Titans made the worst mistake of their franchise lives, and started wiping the terrible towel with their sneakers, and they haven't, and they became crap after that. And and they always called it the uh, the terrible towel curse. So that's that's why they're getting all these Hall of Fame wide yeah, well, receivers. Well, well, that's why I feel like when Ra- it was it's because it happened in 08. It happened like towards the end of 08 um, when the Tennessee Titans they did their good old like this sort of blowing their nose with it. Next thing you know, they just start sucking air. So and it, you know since like that Derrick Henry era, they haven't even been anywhere close. But but with the Titans. Um, the reason I just said that is just because it was 2010. It was like pretty fresh that that happened. It took a while, but they finally apologized. It was it was kind of funny, but I don't I don't even know. There's a lot of weird Pittsburgh stories that you wouldn't probably know. It's like you knowing Cincinnati stories, but like apparently at one point they like apologized and like sent a bunch of money to like Pittsburgh charities. I don't really remember the whole story, but it was really funny because they want they just wanted the curse to be released. Yeah, I, I mean, do you view? The Titans as a contender now with D Hop. I mean, they have. Oh their, no, yeah, absolutely it, not. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't really see them changing at all. I mean, it, it's like it was back in. It's like the same thing with like some of these wide receivers or just players that they get. I I don't think that like gaining you know oh Randy Moss in 2010. I don't think that really 
would have changed how their season would have went. Like they're they're like, oh, we brought on Randy Moss. It's like, whoa. It's like, okay, yeah. Well, Randy Moss is just just got done playing with New England for a couple games and Minnesota for a couple games. Like it's not, it ain't that special. So, but with D Hop, like he went from Houston to Arizona to here, and that's cool. But I don't think it's gonna be. I don't think it makes them a contender because I don't think they're going to know who's throwing them, throwing him the ball. Well, I don't even think they'll win the South personally because the Jaguars, Absolutely not. Jaguars yeah, the are Jag- still in there. I think the Jaguars have the South unless Anthony Richardson is a G. I don't think he is. I, I think if AR does blow up and I've always said this, I hope he proves me wrong. But I think the only way Arrow is going to blow up is once they have a complete offense. I don't think they have a complete offense yet. I think they're still missing a couple pieces. I think maybe, you know, their line might need a little bit of help. I think – I don't even know who their running back is off the top of my head. Jonathan Taylor. Um, oh, shoot, you're right. Jonathan Taylor <laughs> is well, – I, I, yeah, I guess – I don't know. The Indianapolis Colts for me are just a very forgettable team. So unless something, like, really changes, it's just <laughs> – Listen, buddy, he also gets hurt 95% of the time. So it's not – I don't draft him in fantasy. I don't do anything with Jonathan Taylor. I kind of just overlook him completely because he's the same thing with freaking um, – you know, when I was harassing you about Joe Mixon, I'm like, just wait until he gets hurt week six. Oh, you mean the it's guy just, who took a pay cut so that we can pay our boys on defense and yeah, T. Higgins? Yeah, yeah. yeah, you, you, were, yeah. you were telling me that Joe Burrow was going to do Joe Burrow was going to do it too. Technically, he did. He did. He let us pick up his fifth-year option, which is definitely cheaper this year than what we're going to have to pay him next year. Yeah, so. and you don't. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I think Joe Burrow is going to stay in Cincinnati. I don't think he's going to go anywhere else. I don't want you to be like, oh, yeah, he's not going to get the money he deserves in Cincinnati. Like, he's going to stay, but I, I think he's going to get what he wants. I don't think he's going to get a cut. I think it's going to be, it's going to be like, you know, like a high salary, you know? No one is doubting whether Joe will stay in Cincinnati. It's whether T and Chase can stay in Cincinnati. Yeah, that's more but, or less. I think I think there's a chance that you can keep Chase and Burrow, but I don't think you guys are going to be able to keep T, unfortunately. Just just because watch. Watch. J- j- I'm just saying, if you have Joe Burrow on such a high contract and then you have to sign Jamar Chase, one of the arguably one of the best receivers in the league right now, to like mega extensions, like there's not a chance you're going to be able to to get T Higgins and that's not a bad thing. It's just you'll just have an opportunity to draft a, another wide receiver, you know? If you're new to the show, this is the part of the show where we randomly get off topic while I'm trying to manifest Bengals players' contracts. So we're going to end this portion of the show and go back to DeAndre Hopkins. Um, <laughs> Bill O'Brien, he was the coach for the Houston Texans when DeAndre Hopkins was there, and now he is the offensive coordinator in New England. Do you think that maybe had something to do with him not wanting to play in New England? Maybe he was like, nah, I've dealt with this guy before. We are not doing this again. I'm out of here. Yes, and the reason I say that is just because at the time with Houston, I feel like they all kind of left or they all were trying to leave at once. Like, I don't know if you noticed, but like after everything like kind of started crumbling, it was like D-Hop wanted out, JJ wanted out, and, you know, Deshaun, they all wanted out like almost immediately. JJ's a big one because and you I never thought JJ's a team guy well yeah and I never thought I'd see the day that JJ Watt would walk out of the freaking Houston Texans because he like he set up like 
you know, charity funds and all that stuff down in the city mm-hmm. of Houston. Like he was big down there just for him to tie it to Arizona was insane to me. But I think there was a lot more than just, you know, some team problems. I think there was, I think, I think there was a, there was a lot of issues that were going on behind closed doors. I, I think there's a culture issue down in Houston. Oh yeah. But, I mean, I don't know what their owner's doing, but that's all, that's a whole nother episode. Um, but I think D Hop, in my opinion, wanted to stay away from New England just because it's it's almost like old roots, and it's like, yes, I know the guy, but like I don't really, you know, if he wants to stay away from that type of culture, he he wouldn't want to go back to his old roots, you know. It could be but, that he knows the guy, and that's why he. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Why? What do you think the reason was for not going to the Chiefs or the Bills? That's. I mean, I love that he didn't because that helps the Bengals. Out, well, yeah. I mean, I mean, it. it I, I sincerely thought he was going to end up on the Chiefs. I thought it was going to be the Chiefs or the Bills. I, I really did. I mean, I, I think it might just come down to money. I mean, the Chiefs. The problem with the Chiefs, though, is like, they, they, they're a very interesting. Um, uh, franchise just because they they'll sign these random guys and Patrick Mahomes will just look, make them look good just kind of like a Tom Brady almost you know like who was Chris Hogan before Tom Brady right nobody right. but like but like the point is is I think Patrick Mahomes I think with Kansas City I think they've just realized that I don't they, they don't need like superstars to win they can just win with whoever they can because like like I said last year Super Bowl like it wasn't that exciting of a win they they had they had the most random, like rookie, and first second year players that I've ever heard of in my life, and I'm like, who are these players? But they won, and I'm like, great, that's awesome. Seventh round pick Isaiah Pacheco, running back, yeah, and, with and a touchdown a in the Super Bowl. <laughs> I think it was a thousand. A... Did he get a thousand yards rushing? I don't know, season? but I know that he was really good because if you watched him play for for his like, he's uh... not a huge for for he's not a huge guy, but for for the player that he is. He's a tank. He's a little tank. I don't know if he's a tank or if he's just so, like, he's just slippery. Elusive? Yeah. He might be elusive. So he played 17 games, and he got 830 rushing yards as a rookie with five touchdowns, which is pretty decent considering they run, they uh, like to pass the ball and um, the Chiefs yeah. do whatever they want. But, yeah, I thought for sure he was going there. I'm glad that he didn't. Um Bills would have been Buffalo, dangerous as well. I, I, it, it was either that like they're they're content with their teams, or maybe it had cap cap issues, or they were only going to be willing to sign them to like a one year eight mil contract, and it looks like it was a two year up in Tennessee, and I don't know. It's maybe there was a lot more behind closed doors. If I don't was he ever even tied to either of those teams? He was tied to the Chiefs a lot, and then people just assumed Buffalo because they're always in the Super Bowl talk which is fair but i i don't understand i mean he's i get he loves the game and he but he's 31 which is getting up there for a receiver i would say if i'm i mean i'm not deandre hopkins but i would think if you have a one-year deal and you're like we're gonna go win a super bowl i would retire on winning the super bowl i wouldn't just play another year after that i wouldn't think and risk injury if yeah. all I'm doing is ring chasing, I'd get that ring and be like, okay, let's go. Maybe yeah. he'd want to run it back, but 
I don't know. What what's up next on the docket? Oh, so on the next little list of mine that I have here, uh, we were gonna discuss a good old Josh Jacobs and Saquon and Tony Pollard, mm-hmm. um, who did not sign their did not sign any long-term contract extensions, which means that they would have to sign their franchise tags. Tony Pollard did, okay. but Josh Jacobs and Saquon Barkley did not. Which is very interesting because they will not get penalized. And this is this is straight from ESPN and with mm-hmm. Adam Schefter. So this is not they are not expected to get penalized for missing or skipping training camp. And they mm-hmm. won't start having any money penalty losses or anything like that until they start missing games. So I don't know if that counts as preseason or if that's just regular season, but they are not, they're currently unsigned. Like they didn't sign anything. It's, it's, it's a really odd spot, but it was, it, it it's very similar to Melvin Gordon. It's very similar to Le'Veon Bell. I mean, in that article on ESPN, they even mentioned, Le'Veon Bell was the last player to sit out for an entire season in 2018, and I was like, I don't even want to think about that. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so Le'Veon Bell, and then and then obviously you had Melvin Gordon for half a season, uh, missing out, and then Austin Eckler started blowing up, and then Melvin Gordon decided to come back in and ended up losing his job anyway. But I, I don't think it's a good move because we've talked about running backs before on the show more recently than not that I don't know. I just feel like there's really not that high of a demand for running backs right now. I feel like teams are just kind of like, all right, we're just going to run with what we have and we don't really want to go and trade or make any big moves for some 27, 28 year old running back, which is insane because a lot of these really good running backs that have been out there, such as, you know, Saquon and stuff that people have talked about moving around and trading and all these different players. Nobody really wants them. Very interesting. Yeah, and I mean, I've said it before on the show. I've I've really come to respect the running back position um, because that's where football started. Those were all the big stars. Uh, Jim Thorpe played a lot of running back. Red Grange, the Galloping Ghost, played a lot of running back. Those were the guys that, like, when George Hallis and all these big names that we know now were trying to get football spread, they would send these guys out on tours and be like, come see the Galloping Ghost red grange and these were these tanks that people would come out to see and they'd be like this is what football is and now it's the big names are joe burrow patrick mahomes they're all quarterbacks which that's just how things go the game evolves but i think that we need to maintain an element of the run game of the roots of the game because if you're just passing the whole time that's just going to get boring and yeah. um, another thing is, I saw this tweet. I forget who. I want to say the Daily Scout or someone tweeted it. Um, but it basically said, draft a running back, have him play through his rookie contract, repeat. And Austin Eckler re- like, qu- quoted it, and he was like, this is so disrespectful. Derrick Henry's mad. Um, Austin Eckler was upset yesterday and understandably because what they're basically being told is that they're, they, if you do the touches, I think the running back is the only position that touches the ball as much or just under as much as the quarterback, but they get hit a lot more than the quarterback. 
because they're driving up the line and they're one of the low lowest paid positions with respect to what they do on the field. Um, we talked about Joe Mixon doing, taking his pay cut. I think he did that partially because he wanted to stay in Cincinnati. I think another part was because he had an off season from hell. And then also um, he saw what was going on with these other guys with Saquon with Zeke's not on a team. Zeke's a free agent right now. Which um, is, yeah, which is something I forget about a lot more than Saqu- usual. Saquon's Saquon and Josh Jacobs are both younger than Joe Mixon. Zeke is a year yeah. older. And as far as the draft class goes, and these guys can't get signed. It's like, but then you have seventh round pick Isaiah Pacheco coming out and he's scoring touchdowns in the Super Bowl. So it's like, it's almost like it's not needed because even Austin Eckler, for example, like wasn't he an undrafted free agent? Yeah. Like he wasn't even, yeah. he wasn't, and he's a freaking, he's their number one guy. It's like, it, it's almost like it doesn't even matter anymore. So it's like, basically it's come to a point where it's like there are some really dominant running backs but as you get past the age of 26 sorry we're going younger like mm-hmm, cuz mm-hmm. you know we don't want to deal with the injury and stuff well in Eckler Eckler's running back class was dominant you've got Dalvin Cook who's with the Dolphins now Joe Mixon 2017 Christian McCaffrey was 2017 all all great running backs yeah. there's th- three I, right there once again Dalvin Cook in Miami is something else (laughs) but i mean i don't i want to do more research on this top we could probably do a whole video on the running back position because i love the running back position i think the tight end position is the only position i like to watch more because i mean we 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 talked about tight ends before (laughs) on the show i mean we we i mean we kind of came to the consensus that the game has changed and it is always changing but i i think that i you know i still feel the tight end is a very crucial part of Super Bowl teams. The game yeah. has changed, but I want to see, I want to see a way that we can get these running backs paid because people are going to say, "Oh, they make millions of dollars." Da, 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 which, okay, fair. Yes, they make millions of dollars to play a game, but at the same time, there's also an industry, and there's a reason they're making millions of dollars, and it's because we're watching them, and so they're looking at the guys around them who are in the same industry as them, and they're wanting to get paid in relationship to what those other guys are getting paid. And I think that's fair. Um, I want there to be a scenario where we can maintain the running back position and we can maintain the uh, what we've got going on now with the passing game. But I want these guys to get paid too. So it's like I've got three things going on that I don't know if they necessarily mesh. Um but it's just it's so weird because i mean i'm not i was gonna say look at all the historic running backs and the first one that came to mind was oj simpson but um eric dickerson walter payton jim brown oj simpson barry sanders oj simpson hey oj simpson was a beast off on the field and i won't comment on his status off the field because i might meet him one day maybe Hey, we you're get gonna big. meet OJ. Yeah, at the ESPYS, and we're accepting our. Oh award. yeah, when, when we're accepting our awards. Yeah. Okay. When uh, Livy Dune and OJ Simpson give us our awards, yeah, that's how Livy that's Dune. gonna happen. Yeah. Yeah. Is it Dune or Dunn? I think 
I don't know. If it, it, Livy, if you listen to the show, message me and let me know how to pronounce your last name. I'm pretty sure it's Dunn, but I, it could be. I don't know. It could be Dune. I, guess. I just All named right. a famous athlete. Um, but yeah, is there anything else you wanted to say on the? Ra- I I might do a full episode on the. I might do like a half hour just short on the running back. Yeah, position. I mean, well, you, it can't be a half hour short. Shorts are only a minute long, but well, no, no, I mean like a shorter podcast oh. episode. Not- yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. No, I think I'm good. I mean, I was just gonna move on to the next type of you know mention here what do we have you know? so i i was originally going to go to this other one but i think i think since we brought his name up i think we i want to talk about him first um the running back Le'Veon bell okay um since we did bring him up hey <laughs> listen Le'Veon bell i we had talked about you know i've talked about numerous times for making a huge mistake not nece- for me, it's not necessarily him leaving the Steelers, but it was more or less on the basis of him sitting out for the entire year and after sitting out the entire year, watching his career kind of just taking a little bit of a nosedive. So, I mean, granted, he's responded to a ton of comments. Like, there's a post um, on this one account that on one of these accounts, and uh, it was a Steeler fan page, and Le'Veon Bell was, like, responding to a ton of comments in the comment section. It was really odd, but, like, mm-hmm. he was responding to them and stuff. But he was, like, it, he, he didn't apologize for sitting out, but he apologized to le- for leaving. And he's not he's not necessarily sorry. It, like, he's sorry to the fans for leaving, but he wouldn't go back and change it because it made, it, it made him who he was or something like that. I, I forget how he worded it. But long story short... <laughs> Basically, Le'Veon Bell posted on his Snapchat the other day a response from a fan. I guess he's a Steelers fan, this guy who swiped up on his Snapchat story. And he more or less demanded an apology. He was like (laughs) – it was was really weird. It was like like, you owe Steelers fans an apology or something like that. And I was like – and personally from a Steelers fan, I would never demand an apology from anybody, especially a player who was just – you know, necessarily looking out for himself. I don't agree with sitting out for the whole year, but like, it, it, do what you got to do, man. It, do it, do whatever. I don't even care anymore. But like, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go out of my way and bother Le'Veon Bell and be like, you bomb. You should apologize for your actions to the Pittsburgh Steelers. That's such a delayed response. Didn't he leave in like twenty? When did? Because James 20, Conner was 2017. Yeah, because James Conner filled in for him. And then Le'Veon Bell sat out in 2018, I'm pretty sure. Okay. <laughs> so, so yeah. It took this guy Conner... five years to get mad enough to demand an apology. Yeah, this guy was like, you, you and I was like, this is so stupid. Like, Le'Veon Bell, <laughs> whatever. I was like, okay. So, but he apologized. And I guess Le'Veon Bell had been, like, I guess expressing a lot of love to Steelers fans recently. Just, like, you know, sending love to them and stuff on all these Steelers pages and stuff. But, um. I didn't like the Steelers, the Steeler fan or whoever the fan was that demanded an apology. I think it was kind of dumb, but I guess it did prompt a really cool video of Le'Veon Bell kind of wishing that he hadn't left Pittsburgh and um, also responding to a ton of fans in the comments of a bunch of random Instagram, social media, Steelers pages. So I think that was kind of cool, but um, I, I don't know. I mean – it's not like he's going to come back to the Steelers or anything like that. I mean, it's, he's old and we have Najee and we have, we we're set. I mean, times change and you know, he's old. Durr. So. I, I would have 
saved up for five years and then requested a cameo from Le'Veon Bell where he is apologizing to the Steelers. No, nah, and didn't didn't somebody do that with Antonio Brown? Probably, dude. Antonio uh, Brown. Somebody uh, somebody paid Antonio Brown to say something about the Steelers, <laughs> for like five hundred bucks. It wasn't bad. It was like good. It was like, oh yeah, go Steelers. And, and Antonio Brown in his cameo was just like, and yeah, go Steelers. It's like okay, Antonio. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's like okay. That man, what an interesting guy. But but yeah, so I don't know how you feel about leave me on bell apologizing or if you have any thoughts on that i mean i i know you couldn't care less because you're you're kind of yeah. bell used to run all over your Bengals back in the day during that era so i mean he was now a good... joe mixon now joe mixon does it to us it's okay you know i'm not gonna i'm not gonna act as if that's not true or well last year it was samaj perrine p ryan yeah. so i can't really say it was mixon but p ryan our backup murdered you um no, I don't really have any feelings about it because I I respected Le'Veon Bell as a player. I think he probably, if he hadn't have sat out and had maintained pace on his career, he might have an argument for the Hall of Fame. But that's not what happened, and now he doesn't. So he's kind of just one of those guys that is going to be on the wayside. As I won, I kind of put him in the same like category as Luck. Because people are going to talk about him going into the Hall of Fame, but he shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. I mean, Andrew Luck had all the potential in the world, but hey, man, like when you got to hang it up, you got to hang it up. For Andrew Luck, it was based on his injuries. Whereas Le'Veon Bells was. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, really. (laughs) Yeah, really. Poor poor Indianapolis, man. They haven't been able to catch a break since Peyton Manning left. I mean, mean, Andrew was good. Andrew got some. I mean, he was good, but like, you know. He He just. Did they, they they didn't win a Super Bowl with Andrew Luck, did they? No. No. That's why I didn't think so. No, they they made it to a few AFC championships though, including the Deflate Gate one. Oh shoot, I forgot about that one. Yeah. Um, but one of the, I know one of the guys who listens to this is a huge Colts fan and he he's not a huge Frank Reich fan, so I, I think he's gonna be happy with our take about how they treated Andrew Luck. So yeah. Yeah, I guess Chuck Pagano was there for a little bit with him too, but I think Frank Wright kind of I like Chuck, so we'll blame Frank. <laughs> Whatever, man. I mean I, I don't follow Indianapolis. Like I said, I forgot that Jonathan Taylor was even on the team, so I mean I can't really have Michael an opinion Pittman on Michael Pittman Jr. Alec Pierce. What about them? Garden Minshew about- was on there for a second. Isn't he still on there? Didn't he? He just signed, I thought. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. I was thinking yeah. he was on the yeah, – that was Nick Foles. The running backs, yeah, Nick they've Foles. or they've gone through so many quarterbacks, it's gotten confusing. Um, yeah. What, what's up next? What do we All got? right. So, well, the final thing that I have, because the the one story that I was going to – we were going to talk about, I think we already had highlighted on a show, show about new rules and stuff. So, the last one, which is also AFC North related, is the Browns are getting their alternate jersey or they have already announced their alternate jersey for the season. This baby and right here. This one that is it's <laughs> loading and this monstrosity of a freaking jersey. I didn't know that Cleveland was moving south to be completely honest. I really didn't think 
that they were going to Auburn, Alabama to start playing football and become the Auburn Browns. But I guess times change. And I still think that these freaking jerseys look like Auburn. And I thought they were brown. I had <laughs> yeah, a... I thought they were brown. The Browns. Like, why are they, why are they freaking white? <laughs> no, I don't. I mean, orange, I get whatever, but like, what, what, what is happening here? I, uh, I got a message from one of my friends who was, he was saying, Hey, um, there's a rumor going around Cleveland. They're going to have a new Jersey set up and they released this teaser video. And here's what they think the Jersey is going to look like. And it was this setup. The orange was a little bit darker in the photo. I responded. It looks like Auburn. And he was like, I guess I can see where you'd think that. And then like a few hours later, he responded. He was like, dang it. Now I only see Auburn when I look at the Jersey. So um, I think this is David Nujoku who is modeling it for us. Um, yeah. Good tight end. Uh, not not a great jersey. Um, NFL Twitter is where this photo's from. And they said it looks very clean. I disagree. I don't. I I, I think it's freaking. You think it's clean? It is. No, I don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> I said I was... no. I 100%. I was like, no, I disagree with the NFL for saying oh, it's clean. Oh, okay. Like, I know you guys can't see this, but this is literally Auburn's jerseys. Like, I know you can't see it, but they look the same. If you look at Auburn, like, Josh, if you look up Auburn's white jerseys, gonna... they literally look just like them. Just look up, like, Auburn – look up Auburn white jerseys. Hopefully nothing bad shows up in my search history. Well, I don't – it's not – where is it? Go to images here. In... I know, I know how to use Google. Okay, well, that's – That's kind uh, of – why is it it's really not showing it football google is working against us why why are there none of the players wearing them and also why is it only showing freaking are you like it is what is broken because i just saw there online we go. It showed, oh there there it is there there's it is. a player yes google i don't think you were clicking images it's okay. The people who are listening on Spotify can't see it anyway. So yeah, but this is. But I just like look at look at that. You're telling me that doesn't look like. Oh, that's Anthony Schwartz too. Hey, and he's on the Browns. Yeah, and you're telling me. <laughs> you're telling me that this isn't just just a remodeled version. You know, like th- this. They took the basis of Auburn and just remodeled it, and we're like, we are the Cleveland Browns now. Like, it's like it, like we are the New Jerseys that we have picked out. We've pretty much just stolen them from Auburn, and we are now the Auburn Browns, which it, it just doesn't. It looks like they thickened the line, the black lines a little bit up here on the helmet. Oh yeah. Uh huh. So then they darkened the orange. Yeah. That's just so, that's just because Auburn is like a navy blue, and obviously I don't think there's any like real navy blue in in these jerseys. It looks like it's going to be brown and orange, but like it's the same layout. Right. It's like um, Iowa's football team. They literally just like they. I think it's Iowa State. They have the same exact jerseys as the Steelers. So why would I want up? a Bengals white tie? What are you looking up? I know bro? what I'm what? looking up. I don't know what you're looking up right now to our Spotify listeners. He just looked up Bengals white tiger. I know what on I'm Google looking. and Bengals it came up fans, with a bunch of white tigers. <laughs> Bengals with fans know what I'm looking up. 
Um, this. What the, the white and black Joe Burrow? The, the, um... the white tiger jersey. I mean, but that's kind of hard though. That's what I'm saying. That's what this, like, this here is what the Browns thought they were going to be competing with with this jersey here. And no, those are those are cool. I, I like the style of those because it's a white it's a white tiger, uh, and Bengals are like big cats, you know. So it's it's a cool like I, I like that. The Browns are just like oh we're going with a white alternate and just for their like 75th anniversary or something. I I don't really understand what's going on. But uh, the the Browns were like hey, Bengals came out with a white jersey, we need to match it, and they came out with this. And now Auburn fans are going to be confused. They're going to turn on the TV on Sunday, and they're going to be like, why is Auburn playing on Sunday? They're supposed to play on Saturday. No, when when yeah, when yeah, Cleveland plays Pittsburgh, they're going to be like, why is Auburn playing Iowa State? Because freaking yeah, – I'm pretty sure it's Iowa State. Iowa State – Iowa State's black and yellow. Jerseys. Aren't they? Yeah, but I, I don't – I don't think it was no, no no it's not iowa state iowa oh it's just iowa or yeah it's just iowa it's not iowa state it's iowa university of iowa but yeah they're black and yellow their jerseys look almost yeah if iowa played auburn when was the last time iowa played auburn that's a great question iowa versus auburn well that was basketball auburn beat iowa 83 75 you're in a tournament. Glad you're happy about that. Oh, has Iowa ever played Auburn? I Auburn? don't know, but who wins? If we lose to the, I hope the Browns are not wearing that white jersey. If we lose to them, if we <laughs> lose, losing to the Browns is bad enough. Losing to the Browns in those ugly white jerseys. Oh. I don't think Iowa's ever played Auburn. That's insane. I'm going to – the reaction to that game on the whatever the show after, if it's a Monday night game, it'll be Wednesday, but the reaction's going to be to whoever loses to that team. If it's the Bengals, I'll I'll button them. I'll hit them with the button. What, with those white jerseys on or whatever? If the Bengals lose to the Browns and they're wearing those white jerseys, yes. Well, you would you would think that the Bengals wouldn't lose to those, to those this Browns team, but I would. But well, everybody, ha- well, you should see some of these like we, predictions. This are year. they wearing them week one? Do you know? I don't think so. Because the Bengals have a weird thing with week one. Like Mitch beat the Bengals, and I think we play the Browns week one. So if they're wearing it week one, and we lose. Yeah, I. I'm about to sneeze again. That's lovely. Oh. <coughs> but um. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure. Okay. I don't, I don't even. I don't even know. I I know it's an alternate, which might mean that they might wear them on like a like a primetime game, so they might wear them on like a Thursday. So, for example, the Steelers might see them when they play Cleveland because I'm pretty sure they're playing at Cleveland on Monday night. I know. I don't, I hate those jerseys. I'm sorry. Maybe we'll see them. I I really don't want to see them on my, my TV, but Hey, you know, football, football is not that far away guys. 
Uh, we're only like we're like a month away from like preseason. That's here. true. And uh, what's your what's your date that you set for yourself? August eleventh that you're gonna have all the videos and shorts up. Well, not all the videos. The Jordan Battle video. Okay. What about the rookie Jonathan Alvarado shorts? Oh, I can do those ones too. Okay. We got it. Go back and listen. He promised everyone who listens. Well, I promised the Jordan Battle video would be up, but I did not promise the other stuff because I forgot about the other stuff on the drive. I I had some things that I needed to get done. Oh, okay. So I've been running a sports league. I've been doing a whole lot of stuff. So got 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 management and business stuff to get. Fifty one days till the regular season. 51 days what's your what's your ceiling for uh the Bengals this year don't want to be overconfident they're gonna have they're gonna have some games where they lose for no reason at all i'm gonna go 12 and 5 12 and 5 i think 12 and 5 is safe i think i think the Steelers. i think Honestly, I think the Steelers could go eleven and six, but I'm thinking more of on the nine and eight, ten and seven side, just because of Matt Canada. But our schedule is a lot easier than it was last year, and the fact we went nine and eight with the team that we had last year is pretty impressive. That's why I think we could pick up one more win. I think ours is easier this year too. So, so I mean, it, it, it's all we'll wait to be wait to be seen, but that's right. We'll see. It'll be fun as long as, as honestly. As long as Baltimore and Cleveland, you know, crap themselves this year, I don't really care which one of us wins the division, dude. Like, I don't care. As long as Baltimore and Cleveland are at the bottom, it'll just be really funny. Yeah. So is that is that all? For, you have the schedule. Yeah. That's it? Yeah. yeah. I mean, the, I had those four stories, and um, I didn't really, you know, dig too far deep other than, like, looking at some new roles and stuff. But then I realized, like, we had already kind of talked about it a little bit. So I, th- I think that's really it. I mean, you know, obviously there's been some teams tweeting and, you know, obviously different things like that. But training yeah. camp's going to be starting up here soon. So Did you get your Jordan Battle jersey yet? No, I did not get my Jordan Battle jersey yet. I have not. What the people are waiting for. I have a DeMar Hamlin Buffalo Bills t-shirt that I bought. That's not what I said. I know, but I, <laughs> I, I, I know. I, it wouldn't probably be a jersey. It'd probably start out as a shirt. But Fake fan. Uh, a fake fan? I've been there since day one. It hurts me to have to put on an orange and brown. My, my, well, not my parents. My friends are literally tra- dogging on me for it. Like I'm like, oh, I want the Jordan Battle shirt. And they're like, you are going to wear an AFC North, a division rivals team t-shirt just because of one player. And I was like, yeah, he is. <laughs> it just, I, I can't, I, I don't know. It's, it, it's just, it's, it's, it, it hurts my heart. It brings me so much joy. It brings, it brings me... you so much joy. When I, I'd like completely forgot about him. And your connection with him. I didn't forget about him. I forgot your, about your connection with him. And then when it popped up, round three, I believe it was, on that glorious It was day. round three. I actually Jordan like, Battle, safety, the Cincinnati Bengals. Like, when I saw that, my heart sank, and I just kind of collapsed the floor. That has been – I was just so sad. I was, I was so just excited. so sad. I was mad that they weren't taking a running back 
But you know what? That made it okay, and I think Chase Brown's gonna be fine. So no, I don't even know. I only know like only a couple players from this coming up draft. So yeah, Jaden Daniels. You should draft Jaden Daniels. Is he is he in your Madden quarterback out of LSU? Oh, he can be our backup. Um, Jaden Daniels will not be your backup. Actually, he might. He actually probably would be. He's not. He's not some generational talent. He was going to be though. Brew McCoy, right? Brew McCoy didn't get drafted. I don't think yet. Am I clear to go on the spiel? Oh yeah, I mean you can go on your spiel. I'm gonna be blowing my nose because man, I, I think just between the smog and just you should mute your mic stuff. while you blow your nose. Yeah, I'm going to. Okay. I'm probably not even gonna be like. I'm probably gonna be looking away here. Okay. So. Uh, while Trust blows his nose, thank you for listening to today's show. If you enjoyed, please remember to like, comment, and subscribe. We can be found anywhere you listen to podcasts and on YouTube at No Butts Show. Our social media pages are No Butts underscore show on Instagram and No Butts Show on TikTok, which Chuss now has an ultimatum for. I believe it's August 11th. My Twitter is Josh underscore Butts underscore 2001. I've been pretty active on there. I've uh, got some fans. I haven't had any NFL players get mad at me yet, which is good. And if you would like to reach us, you can email us at bullmoosepodcast two. That's the number two at gmail.com. Finally, our spread shop will be in the description, so check out the merch. You can buy the Let Somebody Cook shirt, the hats that Chuss is wearing. We got a God is Great, Beer is Good, Football's Fun, Chuss is Toxic shirts, hats. We got aprons in there. We got a Let Somebody Cook apron. Chuss is going to be saying that to the Titans. I can already feel it. Um, but you can get ahead of that and you can go buy one, help support the show. And if you can't buy, um, a clothing item, buy a sticker. It helps us too. Um, anyway, once again, if you enjoyed today's show, like comment and subscribe until next time, go do something nice for someone.